0: Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Breffney Early and you're listening to In Focus here on the station. Now today we are talking about something a little bit different and we're going for something a little bit more adventurous on the channel before we have six people on the show today. We haven't done uh, a round table chat like this with as many people on the show before so it's very much first. Well I'm getting five here across the table but if you count me it's six. So there's five of us and we will do the introductions very very shortly but first of all let me tell you about what we're actually going to be talking about today and it's the Rural Social Scheme or RSS in association with Leitrim Development Company and Thus. and joining me today to chat about this is James Brogan an RSS supervisor with Leitrim Development Company, Seamus McDonough who's a participant on the scheme as is Pat McQueenie and Karen Guihan, who's the Employment Scheme Coordinator here in Leitrim Development Company and Kathleen Flanagan here today in her role as a rep for one of the community groups that uses the scheme. Folks, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you very Thank you. much. You. That all worked very well. We can hear you all, which is a great start when we're taking these little leaps forward with the podcast. So thanks for letting me give me the opportunity to do that, a nice round table chat. Karen, we might start with you for the time being. I know James is the genesis for all of this. We're going to chat to James in a minute. But Karen, uh, Tell us about the RSS programme and, and what it does. Well,
1: briefly thanks very much for coming to talk to us today. We're delighted to have the opportunity to be able to talk about the, the scheme in some detail. So the Rural Social Scheme started in 2004 uh, under Minister Eamon O'Cueve at the time and the scheme was a, a, a pilot for Leitrim and North Roscommon. so we are running the scheme for the longest in the in the country. We feel it's been run very successfully in both Leitrim and around the country. Um, there's 3,000 1,650 participants on it nationwide. The scheme was initially set up to provide an additional income to farmers and fisher persons to supplement the income that they derive from the land and from the sea. It's also there, in addition to that, to support local community groups and voluntary organisations.
0: James, now, you're the reason why we're all here this morning, so do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, about your, your role and also maybe why you asked us all here today?
2: Well, as Karen has already said, I'm one of those supervisors on their rural sources scheme, and I would have about over 20 participants, and again over 20 different uh, community groups, and many multiples of that. I could have up to 60 or 80 different locations where the participants work in, and we aid the different communities to fill their roles. And we're involved in tidy towns. We're involved in church groups. We're involved in work in community centers town halls there's hardly a football pitch or community center sporting facility without throughout the county that isn't aided in some way by the rural social scheme and their
0: participants talk to us about what it actually involves on the ground though like what's the commitment in terms of uh, participant on the scheme
2: well the participants when they are interviewed and were given the position their work, 19 and a half hours w- within their communities. And that could involve anything from maintenance of football pitches, working in community centers. Some of them work with elderly and disability, with people with disabilities. The work, I have a lady working in Carrigan and in system information. Uh, people work in, from SNAG community center with people with disabilities and the elderly. So they come with a lifelong um, education behind them, a lot of people would have farming backgrounds, they were be we maybe have minded children, minded elderly people. So they would have brought all those skills with them onto the scheme and then give the opportunities to use those in the scheme for the betterment of their communities and the and the people that they serve.
0: Well let's talk to Kathleen for a moment because although your day job is here in nutrient Development Company as a volunteer In your personal life, you represent a couple of the organisations and a couple of the facilities that avail of this. Talk to us about those organisations and what this scheme brings to that.
3: Well, I've been involved in the Breffney Centre, Breffney Family Resource Centre, since, I'd say, 20 20 years in the Towns Park Residents Association, which is um, uh, the association was set up to do general maintenance in the area. And um, then we went on to build the community centre. So we have a lot of workers and CE people and tooth people um, working in Breffney. But we also, I'm also involved with the Tidy Towns and with the St. Mary's uh, Cemetery Committee. And then I got involved with the tennis club. So we have workers. The workers help us in all of the different areas. And only for that work that they do, we wouldn't be able to function, really. The cemetery committee, there know many participants are worked down in the Samiri cemetery and the work that they do is just unbelievable. So we are so happy to have them. Without them, the place wouldn't be operational no more than in Breffney. We have at least three or four workers up there on CE, Toos and um, RSS so we're very happy. with.
0: One of the people who might be able to give us the answer to that question of how many are based in the cemetery is Seamus McDonagh, that's one of your stopping grounds Seamus and Carrick and Shan.
4: I'm working all around Carrick and Shan, I work in the cemetery football pitches and the tennis courts and um, in the cemetery just more grass and tidy the edges all around about. And and um, Blow it off and even, and leave it looking a lot better. A lot that we set bulbs all round about the sides of the cemetery and the way up to it, and clear off round the gate and make it make everything look nice and clean and leave it better than better best best we can, you know.
0: I hear it's important because people like to visit the cemetery to visit loved ones or whatever, and if it's not in a, a nice condition, it kind of has that extra. Upset onto people and it's a really important community service
4: mm. yeah well we leave it the best we can we, when we go in there we tie it up and do the best we can with it and leave it looking better
0: Pat you're based in Drumcong and kind of that general Kiltobrad area as That's I right, know it right. from a football point of view um, what keeps you busy down around that neck of the woods
5: well we have uh, three cemeteries in, in Drumcong village and another old um, cemetery over at Annadale which is over the road a few miles. And we also uh, take care of that one. That one would date back to the famine times. And we uh, look after the, the local football park, uh, as Seamus said, and we have um, Rantoke uh, Church, as well as uh, Liscarbon Community Centre. So that's really our, our area. But uh, the main thing is probably the three cemeteries at Drumcong.
0: Overall, how many people around the county are, are involved in this scheme?
1: we have 134 participants and we're at full capacity so we have a a large proportion of people in Leitrim on the scheme even compared to some other counties around Ireland
0: why is that do you think
1: I think there's a, a large farming community in Leitrim Leitrim being a very rural county um the percentage of people on on farm assist even though there are a lot of farmers in the county, there are a lot of smallholders, so it's not like a bigger county like Meath, for example, where you uh, you would have farmers who would generate a lot of income from the land. In Leitrim, having so, so many smallholders, they need that additional income on top of the farming income to obviously run their run their household and run their run their family. So the, the Rural Social Scheme is seen as one of those options that's very useful for people if you combine a couple of different incomes from the farm, the Rural Social Scheme, and maybe in some cases, uh, uh, maybe some people might be working maybe 10 hours in the week in their own private capacity as well. So it just gives people that opportunity in very rurally isolated areas to have additional income where in other maybe more urban areas they wouldn't... Get that opportunity,
0: that's In terms, now I don't like talking about people's personal finances, but I think most people in the county are familiar with the farming lifestyle, and it really is a case, as Karen has said, of of pulling little pockets of money at different times of the year from different places just to survive and keep the 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 wolf from the door. How vital is this to your everyday lives? Uh,
5: well, it's for sure, exactly as as Karen says, because I'm uh, I'm in that situation, a, a small holder, a small farmer. And I live in the community, and that's what I enjoy doing. I have a passion for that. And uh, that's, in fairness to the, to the scheme, being on the scheme, allows me to, to do exactly that and to, to live at home. And um, that's, it's very, very important. And look, it gets us out as well, 19 and a half hours every second week. And uh, that's an important aspect of it as well, the, the social end of it, as well as the, the work that we're doing. But certainly, it's very, very important uh,
4: uh, to, to my livelihood anyway.
0: Yes. As
4: Pat said, it's the same thing again. Like um, When I finish the farming in the morning to go in and go to work, it's really good. It's great for everybody to get out and you get a break from home. And well,
0: well, it's funny you mention that because one of the big things we keep hearing on this show week after week after week is rural isolation, particularly in certain generations and if you're a, a small holder, you might be a bachelor, you might not be a bachelor, but you, the kids might be gone away and it's literally you, the animals, and maybe the wife at home. And it can get very lonely at times. So this idea of getting out and having that kind of a, a job, I use that kind of in quotes, to, to get out and, and actually just mix with other people and be social and, and have conversations with people that, that can talk back to you. Yeah. yeah
4: not knows. saying the wife
0: can't talk mm-hmm. back to you. I'm sure yeah. she's well able to talk back to you, but the animals won't be talking back to you.
4: Yeah, it's good to get out and get out every second week doing something like that and doing good work.
0: In terms of yourself, how do you find that whole thing in terms of maybe people coming in and, and being part of a collective of actually doing something as well as the extra income that it brings, but actually that kind of community service?
5: Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the most uh, vital areas of it. And as you touched on there, the rural isolation and everyone's a different situation, of course, but there is, of course... Um, Uh, rural isolation is a a big thing now and like the more people that are out and you're meeting people and that because with the way Ireland is now at the moment there there would be fellas that maybe wouldn't go out from one end of the week to the other and and not meet another human being and uh, for that aspect of things like people they look forward to going to work from the week that they're off and meet their mates and say you know pick up on bits of news and things like that and that is as important as any other part of, of the scheme I think.
0: Yeah, it's, we had some of the the guys in Fina on the show before when we did a little walk around Fina with the with one of the tour guides down there Nicola and I'm seeing some of their work here at the the back of the the old Church of Ireland church um in Fina um and it really it's created a kind of an amenity for the community to come and sit probably in good weather because it's pretty uh, open up there but a lovely little just kind of garden area can't remember, think of the word for it right now. The boys had a fancy word for it that I didn't understand on the day. Yeah.
1: There's a piece, the peace garden. That's
0: the one, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the very bottom of it is just a lovely little bench and, and all that sort of stuff. James, now you invited us all in here today with the idea of recruiting people, but Karen has told us we're at full capacity. That doesn't seem to add up. Where's the situation there? Situation there
2: is that we have a number of retirees coming up in the near future, so. I assume we're just trying to get ahead of the policy and get promote the scheme and let people know we're here what we're up to maybe the community groups will latch onto that and say well god you know i know an ideal person that might suit that scheme you know he's a very good community person he's good at his hands He's he, they have seen the work he's done previously and things like that and in the hope that they may come onto the scheme and get the benefits of that have been already said
0: We might chat to Kathleen for a second about the type of people, like, are there people in your community that you could see coming in to these roles or are there, like, from a community point of view, what kind of person would you be looking for to come forward?
3: Well, I suppose over the years, we have always had great workers and um, we appreciate all the work that they have been doing. Um, But... um, we have a men's shed, men's group up in Breffney as well. So I'm sure some of the men there could be actually suitable for the schemes. Um, uh, people, resident, ordinary people in the area would be suitable. Um, once they have some connection to the farm, they would be eligible. Um, but there is a lot of people there that are not doing anything. So you really do need to get people more active to get, get on to the schemes. It may not be RSS, it could be THUSA or it could be CE, you know. Um, and we have an area, up in Breffney, there is a lot of communication with the different groups. So you could recommend people, for suitable
0: people first. Karen, it's obviously not open to absolutely everybody, as Kathleen has a kind of hinted at certain eligibility requirements. Can you run through those in terms of where somebody has to be in their own career, to be eligible for the scheme?
1: Absolutely. Well, the criteria to be eligible for the Rural Social Scheme is two-pronged. So, Firstly, a person must be in receipt of an eligible social welfare payment. So examples of those payments are uh, pharmacist, fish assist, job seekers allowance, disability allowance, one parent family, widows and widowers uh, contributory and non-contributory pension and also The other 50% of the eligibility criteria is that either you yourself or your spouse or a sibling must be actively farming. So what that means is you need to have a minimum of one hectare of land, be actively farming on it and be able to produce a copy of the basic payment application form every year as well. So if you tick the box for those two bits of criteria there, you'll be eligible. Then, as James said, you'll go through the interview process and we'll assess whether or not the person has the, the suitable skills and traits and abilities to match them to the community groups that we have in the in the area.
0: James, as a supervisor, you might tell us what kind of traits and personalities and abilities you're looking for from somebody in that respect.
2: Well, I'm very fortunate because a lot of the people that are working on us would have a lifetime. Nice t- experience coming onto them like that a lot of them were the farming backgrounds so they would be involved in buildings and farm maintenance and stuff like that so that would be a very big plus a lot of them would have worked in construction so they'd be familiar with you know building walls and bits of plumbing and all of those types of things again as farmers they would have gone through things like the reps and glass things like that so they'd be very helpful in say tidy town situations where the shift has gone now towards away from mowing and strimming and things like that, but rewilding if you know what I mean, we're trying to you know replant and trees and flower beds and things like that, and you know as a, the, the whole thing is trying to rewild and make the place look natural again, and they would have gone through all those programs in the with their through their farming background, so they would have a good understanding of an, animal and plant husbandry.
0: It does sound like there's a little bit of paperwork involved. What if someone's not particularly strong in that area? Um, is there someone that might be able to help them with that?
2: Sure. Like I mean, we're as the later on development companies. There's lots of different programs within the company itself that will help people with that. And on the scheme, Karen myself or any of the communities are just there to to help and to help the process of applications or anything like that.
0: Gentlemen, I might kind of come back to you at this stage because you're in this scheme. So tell us about, if someone's listening to this and maybe thinking, I know somebody or maybe I'm suitable for this, what, what would your advice to them be?
4: Oh, i I tell them to come, try and get joiners come in on because it's, it's a great scheme to be on. It's really good, you're out every second week, mixing with the people as you already heard there, and it's great to get out and that's what I can tell you now. Pat, uh, echo that? I certainly would,
0: yeah. Excellent. In terms of where people can get more information, Karen, you might tell us where the first point of contact would be.
1: Well, the main office for Lutrim Development Company is here in Drumshambo. We are here Monday to Friday, nine to five. We have information available on all of our social media platforms, on our website, on um, Facebook and things like that. We also have an office in Manor Hamilton and we have an office in Mohal. But if the, the easiest way is for, for people to contact us on 7196 41770 you can get further information on www.ldco.ie and there's all the staff on hand available to to meet and uh, to talk with you to help you complete any application form we have six supervisors throughout the county covering the whole area who would be available to meet any time to go through any further information on it also
0: Obviously, we have James here, James Brogan and Carrick, but you might just name the people in case people might just flash their, their locale. So, who are the, the six supervisors?
1: So, in the north of the county, we have two supervisors there. We have James Shanley and Margaret Sharkey. Then, in the, the Mid-Leitrim area, we have James Brogan and Jerry McGorty. And then, covering the south of the county, we have Jerry Keegan and John Charles.
0: Excellent. So, I'm sure that will People will be familiar with a lot of those people from just being around the communities uh, and anything else. James? Anyone that is interested,
2: all they have to do is approach any of the participants, myself or any of the supervisors, and we'll walk them through and give them the information and you know give them that information. And if they're any way interested, so we can help them with the paperworks or the applications. No problem there. You don't need to have to go online. There's a, a, a more direct route so don't be scared off. Don't by be the technology. scared off. I of the paperwork. Old fashioned. Like pick up really? the
0: phone or yes. drop in to have a chat with somebody.
2: You know, word of mouth oh, always a big good thing.
0: We're there. We'll talk. In terms of timelines, because people will be listening to this thinking, well, they said they're full and they're going to be retirements. So are we talking weeks, months, maybe this time next year? What's the intake like? Well, Karen, there's a number of retirements this year, aren't there? We've
1: a number of retirements, yeah. and we also have additional. We also have the the, the situation where there's a, a maximum six-year rule on the rural social scheme now. So whilst we are at full capacity, which which shows that we're obviously um, of interest to the the community and to participants, and that you know there's good take up on the on the scheme. There's also the problem with the six-year rule where new entrants for the last few years are only entitled to a maximum of six years. So we'd have some people who are on the scheme for 15 years, but new entrants will only get the maximum six years. So that's going to mean in, in about two or three years' time, we're going to have to recruit for a large volume of people, all of a sudden, maybe 30, 40 people. So uh, apart from those retirements, we're going to have things like that. We also have uh, you know, for, for even though the scheme isn't a, a, a labour activation scheme, it's more of a social inclusion scheme, there's no onus on us to try and progress people into the labour market. But people are more and more progressing into the labour market and there are vacancies arising from that. So we're consistently recruiting. We're always looking for people. You never know when somebody's going to leave. And we'd like to be in a position where we have suitable, eligible, skilled people available to us should that position arise overnight
0: so basically don't hesitate get in touch with the asap
1: absolutely if we can't help through the rural social scheme there's a self referral Mm -hmm. process with the toos program there is also positions available throughout the year on the three community employment schemes that we have so we like to think that we're a one-stop shop if we can't help with one of the schemes throughout the interview process we'll talk about the internal programs and supports that are there throughout Leitrim Development Company so we like to think that you'll, you'll come in looking for something if we can't help with that you might leave with something else.
0: Excellent. Well, on that note, we'll probably wrap it up because that seems like it pretty much en- encompasses everything. Uh, so if, if there is someone out there who's considering it, the best thing you could do is pick up the phone and have a conversation about it and see what opportunities are there for you. Gentlemen, ladies, thank you very much for your time thank today. You. Thank okay. you. for breaking new ground on Leitrim Daily with having so many people on the show at the same time. So... Thank you again for that opportunity uh, on the show and uh, the very best luck to, to the lads who are out doing the, the grunt work and to James looking after them, surprising them. And to the ladies, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you thank you, thank you. thank you. That, folks, of course, was in focus here on Leitrim Daily. Uh, Thank you very much for listening, and thank you very much to my guests here on the program today, and thank you for having me down in the Leitrim Development Company offices in Drumshamble. I'll be back tomorrow with the event guide and uh, what's happening over the next seven days across County Leitrim. Ivan Refinari, thank you very much for listening today. Talk to you then.